We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here. K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. So happy to be back on with you guys today. Uh, thank you, JC, for being with us today. You're welcome. Look at all these beautiful people popping in our chat room. Please don't forget to like and share. Make sure you like. You know you're going to like it, so just do it now and then share it so now so the people can watch from beginning to end send it in a text message send it in an email let's get the patriots on board i know they're out there jc don't you are you happy today jc yeah sure <laughs> are you motivated are you ready to kick down doors and take names <laughs> I feel silly today, so you're just going to have to oh, put boy. up with me. I had, uh, I, I finally, finally feel rested. I mean, I woke up this morning with my alarm awake, and I've had energy all day, and I got my Got Liberty hat on. I got Make Liberty Great Again t-shirt on, which, by the way, you need to get at GodGunsLiberty.com. We don't have one of those little tags there. God liberty.com we need one of those little banners jc yeah now why is that one the only one that didn't come out capitalized yeah with space in there i do okay so anyway godgunsliberty.com there you go all right thank you sir for that help godgunsliberty.com is where you can get our t-shirts we have t-shirts and hats and all kinds of great stuff got some people in tampa um, we have an event 
in Estero, Florida on Thursday, JC. Great. It's sold out. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? So all our Florida peeps are showing up and showing out. So excited about that. Um, maybe I'm I'm excited today because I got to do some some lawyer stuff. Okay. I got to speak to some other lawyers and kick some lawyer butt today, which was good. really good. I like doing that. Lawyers deserve that. Lawyers deserve to get a butt kicking every now and again, especially when they're big corporate lawyers and they think they know everything, right? So anyway, that's exciting. So uh, look at all these great people in the chat room. So welcome everybody to us today. Let me show you what what we did this weekend. This is really exciting. So um, we weren't live Friday because JC and I were on our way to Minneapolis uh, to the Global Health Freedom Summit in Alexandria, Minnesota. Man, that was a really good event. And I've got some pictures up here to show you. Look at all those people. I mean, seriously, look at all those people who showed up to get educated, to get inspired, to get activated. Yep. And that's that's uh, that's me on the stage right there. <laughs> I look like a tiny person. And so there's all the people. Check that out. How crazy. I think they told us the final numbers were over 2,000 people. I don't know if you can see, but there's some people up there in the balcony. The balcony stretches all the way over on that side. And uh, I think that Dr. Jared did a fantastic job at the Global Health Freedom Summit. And you can go to the Global Health Freedom Summit website and sign up for the 2022 summit that will be about the same time next year. And we've been invited to come back, JC. Yeah. JC gave the the opening prayer. I actually put that up on Instagram. So if you want to oh boy. follow me on Instagram, there's JC giving the opening prayer, the people uh, praying for... Um, Praying for America, praying for liberty. You get another shot at the crowd there. I'm not going to play the sound now, but if you go to Chris at chrisann.hall, which is my Instagram, you can hear JC's prayer. Yeah, huge, huge event, huge group. It's great. So, JC, what was your favorite part about it? Uh, I didn't have a favorite part. I thought it was all yeah. amazing. Obviously, you, you know, you stole the show oh. as usual, but. <laughs> bucket for a compliment i was you know no, i was just, just seriously i thought no, it was a great event a great event yeah dr jared organizing um and we had lots of great speakers lots that's, of great information that's dr jared i'll put that up there that's dr yeah. jared right there yeah i just it, i thought it was very well put together very well organized and what was really nice was they had a vip dinner the the night before and the vip dinner ran like a um question and answer thing just for the vip dinner and it was it was really 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 good it was really good i liked that it was a very well put together forum and you know what jc i was what I felt about that forum was actually a panel of experts. Yeah. How many times have I been on a forum where, you know, there's not been a panel of experts, just a panel of people who want to be experts. 
So I think if you, and now I'm not saying you have to be educated. I'm just saying you just have to be studied. You have to know your topic. So that was, that was pretty, that was pretty exciting. Um, so where is this? Oh, I will be on victory news tomorrow. Yeah. Get the housekeeping out of the way. You, you've been be on, on a lot of news. good panels in the last little while. Have, haven't I? Last year or so. You know, I think about the panels that were not good experts. Uh, I think back to the one That's where been a I long was, time ago. Yeah. Where I was with the CNN mm -hmm. correspondent guy. That was, yeah. that was, that was very amusing because he was an idiot. And so that, that was very amusing. That's still up on YouTube, by the way. Chrisanne slams CNN, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> mm. So watch me on Victory News tomorrow. And um, that's, that's what we have today. Sunny, yeah. Sunny made a good meme today. Do you want to see our Sunny? Our Sunny. Sure. Ver, our Sunny. Give us some sunshine. Some sunshine from Sunny. This is actually a review that came in for our non-compliant movie. I'm learning so much. It all started with me watching non-compliant movie when I woke up at 2.30 a.m. JC, how many times over the years has some, have we gotten messages like that? Like I woke up at the you know yeah, middle I, of the night and I saw Chris Ann on TV and... I, yeah, I've lost count. I mean, we get that all the time of people saying, you know, I couldn't sleep. Something woke me up in the middle of the night. You know, just all this really testimonies about things I wouldn't normally be doing. I, I wouldn't normally do this. This wouldn't normally happen. Right. So all of these, uh, you know, most supernatural sounding events of of just these people's attention being grabbed and all of a sudden they were steered toward uh the non-compliant movie or we used to we got a lot of testimonies when you were on c-span that time you right. did a three-hour interview and exposition on book tv on c-span right. and they played that at uh strange hours you know the wee hours of the morning and we thought i think they were they thought well we need to get some more hours and on this we need to fill something I, you know nobody i thought <laughs> what are they trying to they're trying to hide it they're trying to put it at yeah. hours where people won't watch it and so then all the testimony started flooding in like I, I couldn't sleep and I just happened to turn on the TV and it just happened to be here on this channel. And there you were speaking and, and I couldn't turn away. And um, so, yeah, it's been it's been amazing testimonies like that. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. Like. I don't even know how to describe that. Well, it gives you <laughs> chills. Like, I don't know. It's just like it's like because, ah. you know, I mean you don't want to sound well at least i don't want to sound super arrogant spiritual. and kooky and yeah, yeah. You, know, you know god 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 uses our message to wake people up in the middle of the night I like know. he thinks our message is so important you know but <laughs> so it's just crazy testimonies like that over the years it's it's really amazing and, and i'm sure a lot of people have testimonies like that so i i do think there's you know there's definitely something something bigger going on in the movement as a whole well but I'll, we don't I'll just be very plain i think people i think god is rousing people and mm -hmm. whatever whatever mechanism that may be something we're doing something somebody else is doing but god is working through so many people to get folks attention well i was thinking about the you know the event this past saturday in uh minnesota the large number of professing christians that were in there 
And then you had also just simply maybe they weren't Christian, but they were spiritual in one way or another. Um, coming forward feeling, I just can't shake this. I can't get rid of this. This is bad. I have this bad feeling. And the Christians, you know, I mean, the, those who are, are Christians actually see the time coming as it yep. is. So it's yeah, just so a it was very great, great, thing. great event and uh, things going on out there. You know, people are still rallying together Ooh. and uh, and fighting, standing up. You spoke. Uh, well, let me. I was uh, the only lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to. I want to comment because again, just when we're out and and it's crazy because I had this th same uh, same thought as we were traveling that I have very often, uh, and this speaks to what. Ray Lynn has been writing in the uh, in the chat room there on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's funny as I was reading the comments, the, the same thing kind of popped up in my head as we were traveling. We were on the plane, um, and just in and out of different places, restaurants, just just being around or whatever. And you you run into people from everywhere, people of every shade color creed whatever and just people are nice yeah to other people yeah i mean americans all over wherever we go and i just had this thought once again like once again confirmed as it has been in mm -hmm. all of our travels for yeah. over a decade now all over this country mm -hmm. tens of thousands of people that we interact with um throughout the year and i thought to myself once again where where are the crazies like we're <laughs> you're always that kind of stuff is always being being trotted out in corporate media and the news um you know it's always the highlights always the focus are right. the crazy things and people doing nutty things and people mistreating each other and whatever and, and i just i believe I believe that the corporate media magnifies this stuff because i mean oh, if, yeah. if you added it all up oh so it reminds me, in fact, here's here's an example. It reminds me back in, everybody may be familiar with the Baltimore riots. I think I've talked about this a couple oh, yeah. of times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, when the so-called Baltimore riots were happening, I think in response to Freddie Gray and the decision or whatever, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly, uh, but there were, you know, m marches and whatnot. Uh, my daughter was there and, you know, talked about a peaceful march she had video she shared video of, of it of thousands of people peacefully marching through the street just making their voices heard but that the night that everybody remembers mm -hmm. um cnn and fox and everybody there were three uh three events that happened that night so and and what happened was the corporate media kept playing it in rotation for right. over 24 solid hours the same so there was scenes. the group of young men jumping up and down on the police car smashing it there was uh looting looting at yep. a cvs right, right and right. then a fire uh which turned out to be at a church a church property mm -hmm. those and though and they played those three mm -hmm. things so it's three locations you know, if you added it up, maybe three dozen people, perhaps right. total. Right. What is the population of Baltimore? You know what I mean? Right. Here's three dozen. I mean, let's let's even be let's be excessive. Let's say it was six dozen people. Oh, that is excessive. How does that JC? compare? Do you realize how many people that was? I mean, that's right. 
so 72 people. That is way so, more people. Right. So what is that compared <laughs> to the entire population of Baltimore? Three physical locations. This is happening. But the way that it's the focus and magnification of the way they, they put it out uh, on the media. Right. Uh, it made really it look like gets, Baltimore was it, burning. The world was ending. The entire planet was on fire. And, right. and you know, the world's coming to an end. So it's we're constantly met really with the counter reality, well, which is real reality. We're met with the reality of, again, and I'm not exaggerating, the tens of thousands of people that we interact with every year. And the reality is completely the opposite of what you see on the news, the narrative that that's that's pushed out. Um, you know, obviously that where, what's happened in that place affects those people. But I mean, if you ran the numbers, even what we saw in Minneapolis the, 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 during the summer, Portland, Minneapolis, I mean, you look at what happened in Portland. OK, all that all the stuff that was going on. Yeah. What, what if you tallied up? What are the number of individuals involved in this? What, how many of Antifa people? Right. If you ran the numbers, you would discover this is such a a minuscule pop of the pop minuscule minuscule number of the population even in the city of portland now i understand that in general maybe the ideology runs along those same lines but not to the extent that you're talking about people that are out destroying property and hurting other people this sort of thing mm -hmm. so it, we're, you're really talking about as we say many times the tyranny of the minority right this is really a small sliver of people and it's it's magnified <laughs> by the media a lot of this is optics yeah. to stir up a particular sentiment and they exaggerate and i will i will i will still maintain mm -hmm. i do maintain based on what we see a majority of the american people are good people yeah. they're good to each other they want to be good to each other um and many many well-intentioned unassuming people are whipped into a frenzy by the media right transmitting this false reality well they exaggerate they exaggerate to the point of lying and then on the other side of the coin they completely ignore the evidence of the opposite of their narrative right so i remember that same place where you know they showed the same street corner the same two dozen people and then they had an actual peaceful march a peaceful rally where there were thousands of people and the media completely ignored that you have peaceful well, don't forget add the fact when you talk about the various riots you can also add this fact the fact that they were transported from place to place yeah. many of the riots in different locations yeah. were in fact the same people yeah and not only that <laughs> so that's even fewer numbers JC, i'll call your memory back to ferguson we actually spoke to people who were at Ferguson. If you remember, there were groups of, of local men who had volunteered to guard yep. the businesses. Mm -hmm. And it was actually, and this is a fact, this was the, pol the local police department there in Ferguson who was being, uh, who was actually being goaded by the federal agents. Yep that were actually the instigators in the division. Absolutely. It was the federal agents and the local police department that were trying to instigate the local people against yeah. those who had shown up to actually yeah, there guard were, there the businesses. Were people uh, hired and people volunteered to guard, guard the businesses. Yeah. The federal officers 
were going around and telling residents that those people are KKK white supremacists, yeah. right? Supremacists who have come here to kill you. Yes, that's what they were telling. They were actually <laughs> instilling fear in the children for yeah. these people who had been hired and volunteered to and, to uh, protect the businesses. And they went around, JC, they told us, they went around and started handing out donuts and, yeah. and talking to the connecting people. Connecting with say, the people connecting. To, count, to counter the false narrative yeah. that the federal agents They were, actually were said, they talked to him and said, hey, do we, you know, I mean, we want to talk to you. We're here to yeah. protect you the same as everybody else. Do you think we want to kill you? We think we're here to lynch you. Right. And he said at the end of the day, uh, you know, you know, at the end of everything, that the people that were in were first in fear of them because they admitted they were in fear of them based mm -hmm. on what the feds and the local police were saying. They were actually then showing up and bringing them coffee and thanking them. And it was yep. just it was just really, really an incredible sight. So you have all this of this. This is not conspiracy theory. This this is fact. This, this is, is firsthand information. Firsthand. Yes. Uh, really disgusting individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Un unbelievable. Uh, I like it, the FBI agent that goes around and and yeah. disparages my character Which, because a, he's again, a coward. And I'm I forget what his name is. You remember what his name I is? I don't, but you know cowards. Pe people are people and I and I this is this is a warning and I say all the time. Um, you know, this is a warning to the the you know, those who would blindly back someone just because they have a badge and a uniform. Right. These were uniformed law enforcement. Right. That were going around doing this. Yeah. So it was there, really, there are really wicked people in every profession. I don't care what it is. You know, the other thing is you have the blasting of Biden saying if you're going to stand up against the government, you better have M16s and nukes. And yet the complete media blackout of of the sheriffs like. Brad Rogers, who kicked the USDA and the FDA out of his county, and they're still not harassing them because of what Sheriff, Sheriff Brad Rogers did. You've got um, Chavez County Sheriff, my, um, I just forgot his name. Yeah, and, you, who, and if you who actually stood up to the governor and said, I'm not going to shut down for COVID. And now we're seeing more and more sheriffs stand up all across the country, and there's still a media blackout. And think about if you use that kind of language. If you said, you know, you better bring F-16s right. and whatever that, you know, YouTube boots you off for hate speech and promoting violence and all. That oh, come on, JC. We lived it. But we you got the, the president of the United States speaking like that yeah. to the to the American public, yeah. which he supposedly represents. Well, you know, you and I live that when the Senate president here in Florida, the Senate president in Florida legislature sent me an email and told me that he thought that I should be shot or hanged right. for telling the state legislators that they have a duty to stand up to the federal government. Mm -hmm. And so if I had written, can you imagine if I had written an email to the Senate president telling him he, I thought he should be shot or hanged for a vote that he took? Right. You, you would have a visit from the FBI. I would have a visit from the FBI. This is this is a this is a liberty show today, JC. We are a teach show and not a talk show. I wanted to go back up here and and highlight this. Um, I hope I didn't lose it, but um, <clears throat> it's moving very slowly now. We had a dad uh, come in said that his daughter was inspired after watching here it is um john 
Stagner, since we've discovered non-compliant, my 10-year-old daughter is inspired. She <laughs> gave a talk about the immorality of socialism in her fifth grade class today. Wow. He says, I'm one proud daddy. Thank you for your inspiration. Yeah, we heard of a... That's, I mean, that's really amazing. We that's heard of really an great. eight or nine-year-old taking the comic book version of socialism under the microscope and reading it in in class that is awesome so the, is these awesome. young i mean there's so many young patriots rising and uh you know being trained it, it, it's amazing um i get stories like this, frank, this every day what, what's happened to frank is off the air did frank get kicked off I again no i'm here people making worrisome comments about frank quite frankly are we talking about quite frankly frank I don't know. So we'll have I mean, to check in with Frank. He gets kicked off as much as we do. I mean, yeah, we probably are. Probably more. I didn't, I didn't mention, but uh, we're actually in. Uh, we're actually in face. Uh, we're in YouTube lockdown. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much longer that's going to last. The YouTube lockdown that we're on. But yeah. And once we get back on YouTube, I'm not sure how long we'll stay. So I want to encourage everybody to catch us on one of our alternate platforms, which we're on Twitch, we're on DLive, we're still on Facebook, and we're on Rumble. So we need these platforms to be shared so that we can get this out. And my prayer is every day, JC, that the numbers reflect that the absence of YouTube means nothing at all. So we start raising up awareness on Rumble, start sharing our videos on Rumble, letting people know, you guys, letting people know we're on Rumble, we're on DLive, we're on Twitch. DLive has a very different kind of audience um, that we don't always get to reach. I would love for our DLive crew to really start try, uh, sharing and sharing the DLives. I don't, I'm not, I'll confess that I'm not real educated on how DLive works, but... Um, I know that there's a crowd there that that needs to be reached and I'd love to reach them that way. So uh, teach show, not a talk show. I wanted to share this with you because we were talking about the sheriffs who were standing up for the rights of the people, you know, saying we're not going to shut down. We're not going to lock down. We're not going to do this. And here's the sort of the hypocrisy of the media. So a sheriff told a Wisconsin teenager to take down a COVID-19 Instagram post. Can you imagine, JC? Mr. Hall, this is Sheriff Chad Cronister. <laughs> you have to tell your son to take down an Instagram post that he put up. I, I, I just, I can't even run through my brain how that scenario works out how, how how does that how does that even get in get to court because a wisconsin deputy threatened to arrest a teenager over a covid 19 social media post and this post was back in march uh this girl had posted about her experience with what she and her doctors believed was covid 19. now this is kind of the hypocrisy of it right because what she did was she posted that she felt like she got COVID on a band trip to Florida. And so the sheriff 
deputy demanded the 16-year-old remove the protected speech from her Instagram account, and the judge said that it demanding that she do that was a First Amendment, or the de demanding that she remove it was a First Amendment violation. Now, um, she posted about her illness, a, a photo of her wearing an oxygen mask in the hospital, and but she tested negative for COVID, right? And so anyway, we have uh, Marquette County Sheriff Joseph Conrath sent a Sergeant Cameron Clump to her home, threatened the girl with arrest if she didn't remove the post. She took down the post at her request and then hired an attorney. Now, they told her that she had to take it down because uh, the school said that it that her post was causing significant disturbance, anxiety, fear, and concern, and even panic among the other citizens. And so because of that, the sheriff told her she had to take it down. Now, the court came back, obviously, and said, um, your concern is not really the concern that overrides her right to make this post. Now, she tested negative. They didn't put that in the post. She called it COVID that she got on a band trip from Florida, which uh, there is no proof of that. But now you have the media everywhere talking about how she was allowed to keep up her post. And yet, we're not talking about the other fact where the sheriffs are actually protecting people's rights and trying to keep their businesses open and their churches open by refusing to comply in defense of people's rights. Well, that's because it, I mean, this, this supported the, right. the promotion of the COVID fear. Right. So they would be on that side, but it seemed like it would, this would be, this is one of the examples of things that would, be a great conservative trap yes exactly. because the conservatives would you know run to the defense of the sheriff you know mm -hmm. the sheriff taking it down because right. this is this is uh spreading lies yeah, and right. saying False people are getting covid when they're not getting covid this is putting you know blaming florida and whatever mm -hmm. and so the sheriff was right to to make them take this false information down so this this is one of those what they usually use for con to trap conservatives into attacking their own. You're right, Casey. That the the posting of this article actually could be a one of those hey we'll we'll win on both sides kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we get to encourage people to make their posts about COVID because we want them to do that. Remember, we had the the Detroit newspaper come on and or you know, on, on Facebook and say, post all your stories about people who unvaccinated people who've died. And they got like 23,000 posts of people who actually had vaccinated people die. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, but you post this, then they're waiting for the response of the, of the 
conservatives saying, well, where's the fact checker? The sheriff was just being the fact checker. And and again, there's the judge was right in this case. The the sheriff has no authority because it was a government actor doing it. Right. But it was a government be, actor. This doing is it. different from this would be different from Instagram. Right. Pull, pulling it down. Right. Um, yeah, I, it's just always you see that you see this kind of stuff very, <laughs> very often. Right. Well, they craft something that appeals to the to the conservatives, and then the conservatives will support the attack on the First Amendment which, uh, speech because it, because it fits, you know. Which inter interestingly, and the other side does the same. I'm just saying this is un <clears throat> this one's unusual because well, this one is different. It's not about taking down, um, you know, people trying to educate on right the reality of what's going on. Right with vaccines or COVID or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So interestingly enough, that segues into my next one that I've been trying to put up for a long time because this is a really great teaching moment. So a Missouri teacher um, resigned because the school told him, her, that he had to take down the pride flag in his classroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, the parent complained that the teacher would teach him to be gay and that he had to take down the pride flag. And so the Missouri teacher, as the article reads here on Yahoo News, Missouri teacher resigned from his job after he was threatened with termination for displaying an LGBTQ pride flag and inclusive signs in his classroom. He was only two days into the school year at Neosho Junior High, where he was called into a meeting with administrators regarding a pride flag that he displayed in his classroom. So this is where another where the trap comes in, right? Because the school is a government actor and you would have many conservatives. So what you do then is you change out the pride flag for maybe a Bible sitting on the desk or a cross uh, on on the screensaver or something like that. Mm -hmm. And many, many times conservatives would be outraged that the public school would be dismissing a teacher or telling a teacher they had to take down, you know, put away Christian their flag. Christian flag, their Christian paraphernalia. But in the same context, context, you have the conservatives would be like, oh, yeah, you can't have a pride flag up. Right. And it's really but it would basically fall in the same category. It is the same category. It is the same law. And so if this teacher finds out that the school allowed other teachers to hang Christian flags or to have <laughs> Christian stuff in their rooms, this teacher actually has a very potentially viable lawsuit because the the context, the standard is if you allow a teacher to hang personal items, then you can't discriminate based on the content of those personal items. Yeah. And this is public school, mind you. This is not a private school. Right. If you're in a private school, then you can dictate away. But this is a public school paid with tax dollars. And what you do for one, you must do for 
all. Now, couldn't you? Right. So by the same token, you could make, uh, seems to me they could make a rule for no flags. They, like they, they can control what's on the walls, period. Yeah, so that's what they would have to it's do. It's either no flag or every flag. In, right. If you're talking about a government setting, it's no right. flag or every flag. It's no flag or every flag. And it can be even more than that, JC. It can be um, anything that, that describes your personal stance on something. That is funny. It that. doesn't even have to be a flag. It could be a cross or a Bible or a you know screensaver or something. That's Pride is stuff. at the top of the list in Proverbs 6. Of things God hates. That so <laughs> is, is pretty funny. But this is the problem that we create in in our government programs, our government schools, oh, our government prob offices. Problem is that you send your kid to public school. Yeah, right. The problem is right. being in government school in the first place. Yeah. So, so here's the answer to the question. If you're offended by this, then send your child to a Christian school where they have the authority to say, don't hang your flag. Yeah, people are still clueless. Uh, most people are not awake. We're still fighting for, you know, fighting for restoration, uh, you know, whatever we, we think is going to be restored. I'll I give you an example. We, I was talking today in class about fiat money and, and collapse of, uh, you know, collapse of economic systems and that sort of thing. Did you happen you, you, to tell, talk to him about the silver coins? And We did, as yes, a matter of fact. that's my favorite example. I was talking about, well, I, I was talking about fiat and somebody, you know, I said, you know, who has a who has some paper money and somebody pulled out a dollar. It was actually a silver certificate. It was a silver dollar certificate. Oh, they were tricking you, Jason. I was like, wow. And so so we had three Federal Reserve notes and then that that uh -huh. thing. But anyway. Which the silver certificate isn't worth anything. Yeah, so anyway, one, of the, one of the points in that context is you know, the, the money system, that money system is not backed, you know, not backed by silver, not backed by gold, not backed by anything tangible. So then what is what is the basis of the monetary system? It's trust, right? Trust. trust. That's that's the value. It's trust. In other words, we just accept. Right. When, when I w walk into the store, a hundred dollar bill, hand it to the uh, cashier, you know, they're going to hand me what they believe is a hundred dollars worth of goods in exchange for that. So what is, why? Because that paper has no actual inherent value, no intrinsic value. It's not mm -hmm. backed by anything. So it's just trust. And one of the, one of the illustrations of that, when you look at, you know, Weimar Republic, um, uh, the former fall of Soviet union, uh, all of those things. So when somebody asked about, well, what, what happens when, you know, that the money collapses, this collapses, it devalues, whatever. So, it's, it's a weird thing because you see what happens in reality uh, is the people will just pile up more of more of that money, right? The prices go up allegedly, right? It's the, it's the value of the money goes to nothing. It's like the prices are increasing. So a loaf of bread is no longer 50 rubles. It's a hundred rubles. Then it's a thousand rubles and it's 10,000. It's a hundred thousand, a million, whatever you, and so you're rolling money is worth nothing. And you think a wheelbarrow full of nothing is worth more. So they mm -hmm. roll the wheelbarrows full of money. Well, why would they do that? The system is collapsing. That's because they're still operating uh, on the basis of trust, their belief. They right. believe, in other words, that they're hedging their bets for the system coming back. Right. They're waiting. Well, it's going to come back. It's going to reset. Right. And I kind of kind of think that's our mentality. That's where we are. So the the fact is, the battle, we're, we're not waiting for the battle. The fight's not coming. The war's not coming. It's already here. But people do not have a war mentality at right. this point. 
So why, why there, you know, you see people fighting at the school boards and fighting, you know, to keep their kids in the public school mm -hmm. under their own terms, you know, no mask. Uh, we need to be able to hang whatever flag or not hang this flag or whatever fighting for all of this system. Um, when that be like saying, you know, the Nazis have come, Hitler's taken over and the Nazis now control the schools. Would you send your child to that school? Right. right? Would that be the place that you send your child to be educated? <laughs> but that's where we are. The mm -hmm. enemy has the schools. They've had the school for a long time. And we're fighting, we're fighting to keep them there. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a strange thing to me altogether. Right. Any, any of these sorts of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of issues about the public school and what, and what all these things that people are fighting for. And it's just simply evident that people are still operating on that. We're trusting this to come back. We're trusting life to go back to normal. I, I don't, I want to go back to that place where I'm not bothered. Things, things aren't you know, Dear disrupting Jesus, my life. Save right? us from that. I hope we never go back to not being bothered. I hope is, we never go back I, to not being I'll, disrupted. I'll, I just want to be very straightforward. This is where I still believe a lot of people, the majority of so-called conservative movement, I think is still there. Um, so we're still, we're yeah. still fighting for, let me go back to my normal life. And then that normal life include included sending my child conveniently every day to the enemy's brainwashing headquarters. Right. And, and <laughs> I, I want, I want to go back to that because that was the easy way. That was the comfortable way, whatever. So I, I don't, uh, I don't understand. Uh, people have not come to uh, come to that place uh -huh. of, I think realizing where we are. Yeah. Uh, this is a war. They're out for your, extermination right. ideological extermination and to some extent your literal extermination yeah and to a so good extent of your literal extermination you, you can't be in that kind of scenario and operate uh like things are like they've always been it's JC, just somebody, strange to me somebody asked in the chat room about a good lesson source for fiat money and this came to mind not as a lesson for fiat money but a free market I still think this is one of the best lessons I've ever read on understanding the free market and how it's supposed to work. You've had, you've read the miraculous. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I like it. Basic. Cause it's, it boils you know, down the basic process of production and that. Right. Sort of thing. Right. So that's one of the things. And I was trying to see if the Tuttle twins had something on Fiat. Um, but they have, they have the Tuttle twins and the Jekyll and the creature from Jekyll Island. So they sure. have a, a Tuttle Twins version of the creature it, from Jekyll Island. Well, so. it's not that complicated. You yeah. know, I mean, you have the central banks create money out of nothing. I mean, it's it's, it, it's bizarre. It's surreal to think about where, right. you know, somebody's sitting here typing on the keyboard and voila, uh, that's more money. Right. And then a bank, you know, bank needs more money from the central bank. Okay, there you go. You know, I'm going to email you this money. Yeah, but I, wanna, I want something that gets voila, you have something. down to the something that's it's even bizarre. more basic than that. I mean, that's sort of the process of it. I think people need to understand what is the difference between currency that has intrinsic value and currency that has pretend value. And that's yeah. the difference between fiat and non-fiat. And I mean, even so, you know, we we've watched documentaries about how they uh, manipulate the value of diamonds. Somebody might say a diamond has an intrinsic value. Well, that's manipulated 
as well. And so is the, the value of gold is manipulated. But when you're dealing with something that is that has its own value and you purchase things based on their weight and their value, as opposed to magic pieces of paper, that's the real difference yeah. that people well, need it's, to it's understand. Not that, yeah. And it's not, because it's not the price of gold manipulated. It's not those, yeah. those things are not manipulated. Those, those are, that's what's behind the scenes. So the people pr finish, printing and using inflation yeah, are actually actually consolidating the real wealth, the tangible yeah. wealth for themselves. Right. And and the thing that really opened my eyes is that I had people who didn't understand that Bitcoin was fiat. People argued with me that Bitcoin it's a digital was, fiat. It is yeah, a digital fiat. They were like, no, it's not fiat because the Federal Reserve isn't controlling it. And I'm like, I just don't no, think they, you understand what fiat yeah, actually means. Right, there's no tangible asset backing digital currency. Uh, the, the value, the value of the digital currency is uh, is supposedly in its anonymity mm -hmm. and and uh, lack of being able to controlled by to be controlled by a central authority. Uh, ultimately, that's that's not. I mean, you actually had, the case. You but, had, I mean, it's you it's, had Charles the first somewhere in between. You had Charles the first in the 1640s creating fiat money by assigning pretend values to brass coins instead of gold mm -hmm. and silver coins. So yeah. it really is about, it, it doesn't matter the medium. What it is is about assigning a value that's not intrinsic to that thing, right? Yeah, so point is, going back to the original point, it's about this issue of trust and, and there's, still, there's still this uh, trust foundation that's, mm -hmm. that's still operational. Right where people still have this trust so we're we're railing at the system and we're complaining about all of these things but in truth there's still a level of trust there right because if there were not if right. if your actions matched your rhetoric then you would not have your kids in public school so right. so even the people that say i don't trust the government fact of the matter is you do trust the government right uh, and otherwise you would not be fighting to keep your kids in, in the government right uh, to, to keep your kids being trained and taught by the government so that's just a that's just an odd thing to me that uh, <laughs> a majority of people have still not awakened to mm -hmm. I don't know why that is I my my suspicion is my theory this this is my theory uh that i suspect it's a theory i call proximity and so it's the use of of proximity the fact that your schools are in your neighborhoods you know the teachers like somebody in your neighborhood knows the teacher they're from you Th this proximity this sort of closeness we distrust dc way over there we distrust the people in the capital way over there that sort of thing that we have no connection to People have daily connection and personal connection uh, with with their teachers, their schools, and that sort of thing. So I think there's an, there's a psychological element to that uh, that is leveraged to keep a foothold on that sort of trust foundation for people uh, in that area of education. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But I think a great uh, another another well. large part of it is you know the addiction to stuff. If I if I actually have to pay for schooling instead of public school, if I actually have to homeschool my child and maybe, you know, take time off work to yeah, do that, that I put I in my discomfort category. That, yeah, that, that's a category yeah, I call discomfort. I don't want to do that, you know, and yeah. I'd rather I, I can't 
give up whatever that thing is that I have to have yeah. uh, to, and, and I'll sacrifice my children right. to, you know, to the golden idols in order to have what that thing is. Cause it's not tangible. Like I don't have to write out a check. I don't have to open my wallet, pull something out in that. Well, but it's, here's it's, the thing. it's an intangible thing. I send the, I send my child to government school and it doesn't appear to cost me anything. The same, the, the same uh, technique is used with taxes. Right. Uh, I, I think if people had to write, actually write, write out a check, a check mm -hmm. at the end of the year to pay their taxes, yeah. we would have a completely different scenario. So they have used that psychological technique and they, they cover that up to make it easy for you to, mm -hmm. to alleviate the discomfort of you having to do that. So there's no, there's no barrier. There's no psychological barrier. They automatically take it out of your paycheck. You never see it. You have to do nothing. So it's very similar to the public school scenario. If you take your child private school, like you, most of the time you literally have to drive them there yourself or arrange for them to be taken there. There's no bus going to be paid for by tax dollars going to come pick them up. In most cases, mm -hmm. you actually have to write a check. And there's a lot of stuff that you have to do where th there are these discomfort barriers. And so I, that that's what I mean by the, the normal. And why going back to the normal, I probably should say the comfortable mm -hmm. because uh, now with the mask is something your child's got to wear a mask and there's the threat of the vaccine. So there's this discomfort. They're doing something that's different, that's challenging, that's putting up a barrier for this ease of, of operation. Um, so. Uh, you know, I, I it, it's one of those things. You guys have heard me rant about this stuff before, and I understand people, kids are in there, and you want to fight for the kids while they're there. But we have to get to that place where you're coming up with an exit plan to get them out. And you if you don't get to that acknowledgement of who the school is and what they're actually doing to your children, then you're never going to get to that place where you have some motivation to get them out. Here's the thing. And I if think you if you ask, already know, then you yeah. wouldn't be fighting to keep them in now. Right, exactly. You'd be, you'd be desperately trying to get I'm, them out. I'm glad that all of this has happened and we've had such a mass exodus of the school system. And I just, right. I, you know, me, I'm a Socratic teacher. I love posing these questions. So I would pose to my, you know, conservative families out there, are you opposed to government welfare? Do you believe that government should be engaging in the act of forced charity? If the answer to that question is I'm opposed to government welfare, then you have to be imposed to government to the public school because public schools are welfare education. They are forcing people by the force of law to pay money <laughs> for an education. For. And here's the thing, you know, Thomas Jefferson wrote in a, in a different but similar context to force, to compel a man by force to pay for things that he disbelieves or abhors is sinful and tyrannical. And we have so many parents out there who, who are angry about what they're teaching in the government school, don't believe what they're teaching, abhor what they're teaching, and yet we are forced to pay for that teaching. And our founders called that sinful and tyrannical because it is forced payment of welfare. And public school is government education welfare. Well, and education is entirely different now because obviously, you know, I, in Thomas Jefferson supported public education, right? Mm -hmm. the, the public acts, you know, government funded kind of that kind of thing, uh, public universities and whatnot. But, but he didn't. But it's completely different the education. There, there is what they're teaching. Right. This is mm -hmm. it is not that uh, that kind of 
education. That's that's the other thing people don't recognize. So people will point back to that. You know, uh, the, uh, these people supported school, and and in fact, compulsory education was a Christian innovation. I mean, schools and universities were Christian innovation. Uh, so so why would we do that? Well, it's not that anymore. So the other thing right. that people don't recognize is education, as you understand it, is dead. It no longer exists. There is there's no such thing as education right. in public education. It's indoctrination. It's programming. And it's a particular kind of pro programming. It's neo-Marxist, atheistic humanism, right. uh, anti-Americanism at this point is, is what you're sending your child to school to learn. Right. So why would you do that regardless of who's paying for it? I don't care if it was private funds. If some rich billionaire said, I'm, you don't have to pay anything. I'm going to write the check for you to go to a place that's going to indoctrinate your child into Marxism, atheism, right. humanism, anti-Americanism. And it's, ta you know, government's not supporting it. So, so, you know, you can be anti-government, whatever uh, this is. Uh, so the solution a, a lot is of that is this. You they don't recognize choices. what it is. It yeah. seems to me that if you simply acknowledge what it is, regardless of the valid points you made about even the funding mm -hmm. is almost a secondary issue. Who cares? Why would you send your child to anything like that? So there's still a vast number of so-called conservative people that have not come to that realization. And it's it's very difficult for me to comprehend. Well, you know, the solution we we live in America, we have more solutions than anywhere else in the world. And our solutions are uh, you don't have to send your child to government school. It's a it's a choice. It's a priority issue. So you take your kid out, you send them to a private school. Uh, that's why we should have real charity where real people are are giving scholarships to private schools where people teach what you want them to teach. That's real charity when you voluntarily sure. give money for something. And churches could fill the gap. Churches Short, could churches step into the gap. Churches can fill the gap. You can homeschool. My goodness, JC, 10 years we've been homeschooling. It's a whole lot easier now to homeschool than it was when we were beginning. Yeah. I mean, there are homeschool platforms that, it, that have been that are there there are Listen, homeschool platforms popping up everywhere here's the thing if you if you as the parent curate the information everything is available on your everything oh, yeah. your child needs to know is online absolutely there, there is absolutely no reason yeah. for you know the old model of schooling right. and if you have a community uh you know you have a church you have a community you have neighbors you have family whatever you know your your kids interact with other kids they get socialization as they try to say which is utter want nonsense my child to have the socialization that they're going that's, to get in public right, school that's, my that's point. why i don't your, put that's them that's my in point there. if you have your own community your own church that sort of thing so that's another lie that that they push your your, your child won't be socialized whatever the, our child has not gone to that nonsense and he's a fully functioning uh human being that can interact most of the time a lot better than most kids we know yeah. with other people so yeah. Just They're utter not nonsense. Over sexualized with a seared conscience about life and the value of life and that sort of thing. Now, this is this is a really good point yeah. that Lisa has. Okay, okay. You, take your kid out of public school and put in private school, homeschool, school pay, and, and pay, pay twice. twice. This is exactly what I'm talking about. But it's so, not so, actually but notice this. The the focus the focus is on the paying. Right. Right? Take them out and pay twice. Let me let let's share this, right? So here's the focus on the pain. Mm -hmm. So I'm sending my child to public school where they teach them to be a Marxist. They teach them to hate 
traditional America values. They teach them to hate God. They fill them with all this sorts of nonsense. And I'm upset at the fact that I will have to pay to rescue my child from that. See, I can't wrap my brain around that line of thinking, but it is it is shockingly prevalent well, in here's the, thing. the conservative th realm. Right. And it's also inaccurate. You may as well have a shirt on says that I hate my child. Well, but it's it's an inaccurate propaganda to begin with. Yes, you pay. But have you looked at your property taxes lately to see how much you pay? Because what you pay in property taxes to the public school system is is minuscule compared to the other taxes that you pay. And you wouldn't even be paying twice. So it, it just doesn't, if people really ran the numbers and saw how little they actually contributed in through taxes to the public school system, uh, that argument would really sort of wash away because it's change. Mm -hmm. It's pennies over the year. It really makes no difference to your budget whatsoever. And then you want to argue, well, well, I have no kids. Why am I paying a property tax that goes to the school? I'm retired. I have no children in the house. Why am I paying for the property taxes that pays for the school? And so it really isn't about you paying to go to that school. You're not paying to go to the government school. That's not happening because the government is paying 10 i can't remember jc the last average that i said was like fifteen thousand dollars per child per semester in public school who knows I, i'm not you're even gonna, not paying i'm not giving a stoop to this ridiculous argument and line of reasoning yeah but if, i'm if just that if I'm that's no i say leave yeah. them with it yeah if but that is really where you come from yeah you have bigger problems than what want, we're talking about. But I want people to You should to repent see. from the love of money. Yeah. You should get saved. I, I do. I do believe or that. Or give away your children. You should put your children up for adoption. If I, you're more concerned with whatever... I would empty the bank account every month not to have my child sent to a brainwashing propaganda death camp. Mm-hmm. You should put your children up for adoption if that's if that's your problem. Oh, well, then I'd, I'm already paying taxes. You want me to pay for a private school, too? No, no, I don't. I actually want you to sacrifice the lives of your children to Marxist, atheist, antichrist people who want to to destroy humanity and exterminate half a third of the population, at least. Yeah, that, that's what I'd like you to do. Why don't you go ahead and do that? Since you're so upset well, about the the idea of having to pay to rescue your children, well, let me so just. So I'm me, I'm you go ahead help yourself. I'm not interested in that argument. Uh, well, maybe Chrisanne's a little bit that kinder, kind of gentler stuff because me. because that was the argument that helped my awakening well, into the good. So give it to them. Help these help so, these deluded reprobate I child haters people, who call themselves parents. I want to help people who maybe don't have. I mean. All of that came from me through a spiritual understanding that I didn't have at the time. Maybe we're, I'm sure we're talking to people with different spiritual understandings, different spiritual growth. And, and so I want to challenge you. I've saw, I mean, somebody in the chat room said our, our, pro, our school if you need, tax let, is If huge. you need to be a Christian to love your children, something's yeah. wrong with you. Well, I get what you're saying, yeah. but bottom so line So somebody is in the chat room said our, our school taxes are huge. I just don't, 
you've got to run those numbers and you've got to see what they are and you spread them out over the year and you realize it is a fraction of what is being paid on the child uh, every year by the government to do this, mostly because their school systems are completely bloated. Uh, we, JC and I used to live in a county that was less than 60,000 people in the county and members of the school board, uh, people who worked on the school board were making $80,000 a year uh, in a county with less than 60,000 people in the county. No, ma'am, so, I'm not going to calm down. Shut up. So anyway, uh, I just... I want people to realize you're being lied to about this whole you're paying for your child to go to government school. You are not paying with money for your child to go to government school. You are paying with the future and the mental health of your child to go to school. That's what we need to understand. And if, you know, money is the thing, you've got to realize that most constitutions require the schools be funded. So you have to get out of the school system and take the education of your child into your hands because that's the moral right thing to do for your child to not be brainwashed, to not be hypersexualized, to not be confused about their identity by the teachers that are put in uh, places of leadership. That's a parental responsibility to protect the mental health of your child. Somebody's new to the show. It's okay. They're telling me to calm down. It's okay. You're clearly new to the show. Yeah. Well, uh, Rantopia, I, I, Jason, I don't, Jason. I don't calm down. No, no, so not when it comes to yourself. kids and the school systems. It's and not I don't care happen. who you are and I don't care who you think I am. I'm not yeah. calming down. You yeah. know, so whatever. Uh, yeah. See, that, but Melody says their school board makes six figures. Uh, it, it's right. just insane. It's all about. You, you pay them great salaries money. to destroy the minds of your children. Now I mean, they're well paid to do here's that. Here's the thing that I want to mention to you, because when we talk about this thing about pay twice, you, you end up then maybe buying into a very, very dangerous lie called vouchers. So I want to educate people out there because we have conservatives out there who who want to get their kids out, you know, who actually are going to get their kids out. They're not tied down to the money thing. But while they're getting their kids out, they're demanding vouchers. I pay this tax money. Give me my money back to do that. That's not how that works. Um, let me just mention to you in 1792, James Madison was arguing with the House of Representatives that taxes actually belong to the people and not to the government. We've completely left that behind. Our government now believes when you give them money, it belongs to them. And so this is the comfort thing, JC. Yeah. It's and you, Lisa, you Lisa sell says, your soul to debt. Yeah. And then, you know what that is, JC? Listen, well, this is what I, no, wait, wait, wait. Some don't, people don't, don't have me. cash. I get that. Let me, let me, but let me, let me Where the churches this. need to step up. This is, this where is. Where businesses need to step up. Right. But there was a day, JC, when it was common to put your children in indentured servitude to pay off your debts. When you're sending your children to government school because your debt is too high, that's, like an inform, in my mind, a form of indentured servitude. 
And, and you're right. This is why we need churches. We need Christian businessmen and women who will fund Christian they're, they're, education and give scholarships for Christian right. education. And there are Christian schools who do that. There are schools that uh, <laughs> provide scholarships. There, there are people, you know, in the congregations or business people right. that support yes. Christian schools and provide yes. scholarships and private money. So that is a possibility. I there are people that don't have a lot of money. Yes. They don't have, don't have the cash. Yeah. I, I get that. That's a fact. Um, you know, so, but, you, if you if you investigate, if, go look out. Right. You can find a place. I know many of those places. We were just we were just in uh, in Minnesota, and there's a Christian education group there right. that we talked to, that we sat down with. They have people in uh, in, uh, in 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 that that provide scholarships. Mm -hmm. I, I I love this. I love this, Erica. So basically, these people that come on and tell me to shut up. And, and then you tell them you're not going to shut up. You shut up. And, and so then I'm the bad guy. Whatever, Erica. Would you like your subscription canceled? I don't care. You know, come on the show and, and tell me to shut up and stop saying whatever I'm saying. Great. I'm glad you're at Liberty First Society learning. But you don't you, you come in here and be a jerk. And then I'm oh well, that's uh, I better be quiet because she has a subscription. Whatever. I don't care, Erica. The, the people that are here, they understand this. So you deliver respect. You receive respect. We, we're not we're not bought and paid for. We're not hirelings. So you don't get a subscription to here. And then that means you come on the show. You tell JC to shut up and, you know, calm down and, and stop saying whatever. OK, I love what toughen up. Get over yourself. I'm glad you're here. We're glad you're learning. I love but if you can't handle the truth and you can't handle this discussion, then whatever. Nobody's trying to attack you, okay? We're talking about children. Uh, do you not get this, okay? On, on, at LibertyFirstSociety.com, there is a course, The History of American Education. Go watch that if you haven't made it to it. I'll give you a free lifetime subscription so that you don't have to pay anything, and then you can come listen to the show, and I'll say what I say, and then you like it or you don't, you can turn it off. But in that course, you'll find out how our children are literally being destroyed by this system right and you want to argue and and quibble about the fact that you pay taxes over here and now you're going to have to pay homeschool or private school again uh, that's somehow an imposition in light of the fact that children are literally being destroyed and the country right. is being destroyed and one of the number one tools and enemies within the last century has been the public American education system. What attitude we should have is I will hawk my house. I will sell my car. I will do anything that I have to do to get the money. I will live in a tent in order to, to afford or be able to effectuate my child not being subject to public education. If you're upset that that somehow bothers me, that that pisses me off, dear sister in Christ, then I don't know where you're at. That ought to piss everyone off. God is pissed off about the destruction of our children. God in the flesh said it would be better if you had a millstone tied around your neck and dropped into the bottom of the sea than to harm a hair on the head of just one of them. And we're talking about a system that is trying to destroy all of them. So no, thank you, ma'am. 
God bless you. I love you in Jesus. But I'm not going to calm down while children are literally being offered up to Satan and being destroyed. So if that bothers you, you have stumbled upon the wrong show and the wrong preacher. Amen. End of story. So we have a class at libertyfirstuniversity.com or libertyfirstsociety.com, excuse me, uh, at libertyfirstsociety.com called Stolen Education, Stolen Children, Stolen Future. And if you watch that course that I have there at libertyfirstsociety.com, you will see what what uh, JC is talking about. What's interesting is that how many parents do you know that will say that the public school system is failing, the public school system is not working, the public school system uh, is, is a colossal failure? Well, it's quite interesting to understand that the public school system is not failing. It is not a failure. It is actually doing everything it was designed to do. Exactly. From the very beginning, the public school system was designed to brainwash your children. The public school system was designed by G. Stanley Hall, Wilhelm Wundt. Horace um, Mann, John Dewey. John Dewey, um, uh, Thorndike. All designed these. Now, if you're a, to make your child if illiterate. You're a teacher, okay, and you went through college to be a teacher you know the names that I'm telling you. John Dewey, not the Dewey Decimal System, the other John Dewey. Uh, Thorndike, Wundt, Halls, G. Stanley Hall. You know these names because these names our colleges call the fathers of our modern education system. These are the behavioral psychologists that, de that designed our public school system, and were very, very clear about the, prod the product they were designing. They were designing a school system where they would create docile, obedient subjects. They designed a school system where the people would simply obey. They designed a school system where the children would be illiterate. Okay, I want you to understand. The literacy of America is falling because the public school system is working. Can I say that again? We are graduating more and more illiterates from the American public school system because the public school system is doing exactly what it was designed to do to deliberately dumb down Americans. If you were deliberately engaging in a practice that was uh, leading your child down a path of malnutrition, if you were deliberately stunting your child's growth, if you were deliberately poisoning your child into sickness, you would be arrested and prosecuted for child abuse. But our public school systems deliberately train our children to be ignorant, docile, obedient imbeciles. That's what our public school system was designed to do.
And I'm sure we're buffering because we're telling you things that the AI over time. doesn't want us to tell you. So I'm I'm actually I'm texting Aaron right now to convert this lady's subscription into a free lifetime subscription. Okay, great. So I'll never she's not going to come on here ever again and say I'm a subscriber and then tell me what I need to say and how I need to say it because she's a subscriber. So you now have a free you lifetime know, JC, subscription. When I taught that class, when I teach that class on the history of the American education system, and we've seen teachers weep. We've seen teachers become physically ill at the realization of what they're teaching because it's go back to what you said, JC, about um, confidence, trusting because of, you know, I know my teachers and this is my community. This is my community. Well, I'm telling you, I have taught the teachers in your community. And when they realized what they were teaching in the textbooks, because everybody has the same <laughs> textbooks, everybody has the same curriculum, everybody has all your teachers, regardless of where they go to church, regardless of where they eat dinner, and regardless of whether they're your family member, they all teach from the same textbooks written by the same Marxists. And when you show your teachers who they're teaching from, they get a conviction, or at least the good ones do, get a conviction about what they've actually been doing. So... Oh, man. Now everybody wants a free membership, JC. Yeah. So there you go. Tick off JC, insult JC, and then what, you'll you, get. You know, the, the other, I think pe people are used to, you know, the, the they have these sissy preachers, you know, these panty waist preachers that couldn't say mush if they have a mouthful. And so they know nothing about a Jesus that fashions a whip and drives money changers out of the temple and throws over tables because they have all these panty waist preachers. So then you, oh, you're a preacher Serpent, and that's, that's not very Christian. You need viper. to calm down all this sort of stuff, whatever. Jesus it seems to me people. that if you're not as ticked off about what is happening to our children as I am, then I think, I think you have a problem. I mean, that's the bottom line. Well, but you know, the legitimate answer to the, to any question out there about tax dollars paying, you know, you paying twice is that the, the, the premise for the argument is illegitimate. You're not going to be paying twice. You're going to be taking back a mind, saving a life, and the money that you pay is not what is paid in the government school system to teach your child. You mm -hmm. are paying pennies in relationship to what they're actually spending to teach your child. So Thank it's, you, Richard. it's a false argument. It really, really is. And I, and I want to break free people from that bondage because everywhere I go, people tell me it's all, you know, well, I have to pay twice. You're not paying twice. That is a lie. That is a bondage. Oh, you'll pay more than that. <laughs> yeah. You'll pay more than that if you don't do it. Um, you know, if it's the same thing with lawyers, I don't want to keep, you know, going, but, um, it's the, it's the same thing with lawyers. You know, you 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 have a situation where get what you're you, pay in, for. you you get what you pay for. So people come to me and they're like, we you know, unfortunately, people go through divorces and people have divorces where they have children and then children become custody battles. And I always tell people, don't bargain basement shop your lawyer if there's children involved, because here's the thing you if you would take out a loan for a house to raise your children in. You need to take out a loan to buy a lawyer to ensure that your child that you will have a power over your children's lives over the next 18 years. If you would take out a loan to house your children, 
then you need to take out a loan to educate your children if that's what's necessary. So um, we are over time. JC, so a little so. inside baseball, the people that have been here for a while. For some of the, you know, people have been here a while, probably get this and people that are new get blindsided. Sorry, hate it for you, but you want to tick JC off, come on the show and tell him what to say, what not to say, and how to say it. That's pretty much going to get you a, a blast pretty quick. Yeah. So wrong show. You may <laughs> want to stick to the online material. Anyway, we are a teach show and not a talk show. And sometimes truth is hard to digest. And sometimes Love you. people have a right to be passionate about good people and evil. People always have a right to be passionate. Uh, well, they have a right to be passionate about what's good and evil. It's a right to be passionate definitely about the most evil thing that happens in Jesus' eyes, the children. So we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, Chris Ann doesn't. Look, I'm married to the guy and I don't shut him up. So <laughs> maybe because you I'm married to the guy and I know I couldn't. Don't tell me what not to say and how <laughs> to say it. I don't care if you like it or not. It is the way it is. There are certain buttons you don't want to push with J.C. Hall. No. That's no. for sure. I don't do that to anybody else. You no. don't do it to me. I'll listen to what you're going to say and then I'll say my piece. You say your piece. I'll try to control other people. Did you like speech. the show? So don't today? come at me with that. I don't care. Did who you, you like are. the show today? If you liked the, I'm trying to find that right there. If you liked the show today, like, and share spread, spread it in an email, send it through a text message. That's absolutely the best way to send it. Personal is how we get our information, not through social media. So help us, guys. And then comment. Leave your chats. Let us know how much you love it. And when you tell people how much you love the show today, then when they're scrolling through their DLive, their, their, their Facebook, their uh, Rumble, their Twitch, then they see, wow, why does all these people love, why do all these people love this show? Why are they saying it's a great show? And then they'll come on and watch. So these are the little things that you can do to help us because that's what we do for you. All right. All right. Another show. JC's been quiet for a little while, but somebody triggered JC. So now we're in Rantopia. <laughs> All righty, guys. We will see you next time.